Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go live in five, four, three, two, one. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for allowing me to come into your life for the next few minutes. I hope you find my voice somewhat inspirational, a little motivational. It just gives you another way of looking at things. And with that being said, let's jump right into it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, listen, welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm sure that everyone here and around the world has been wondering where LBJ has been. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to take a little time here this morning and I'm going to explain to you exactly what has been going on in the past couple of weeks uh, in my life. I First of all, I, I feel like I owe you an apology because I've been away for a while. It's definitely been a couple of weeks. I haven't put anything out and I, um, I thought about you guys <laughs> so many times and uh, I was I I had a I had a personal crisis myself that I had to deal with, and I'll explain to you that in one minute. But uh, I, I've been gone for a while. It's it's been a couple of weeks. It has bothered the heck out of me because I love talking to you, find people here and around the world, and sharing my thoughts, my dreams, my goals, and uh, listening to some of the things that some people send in to me, and and questions and comments and and accolades and whatever the case may be, good, bad, or indifferent. That's not what it's all about. All right, so let me tell you what happened. Ladies and gentlemen, again, I, I, I keep saying it. I feel like I, I owe you an apology, but uh, what happened is, um, you know what's going on in the world today. We have this pandemic, we have this coronavirus, and it is affecting so many people here and literally around the world. And what happened is, I, I'm going to give you a short story in the background, maybe you can understand where I've been, uh, what I've gone through, and where I am right now. All right, what happened is, uh, you know, school was out for a little bit of a break, and uh, the family was home, and uh, I was getting a break from work. And one evening, you know, after dinner, after watching a little TV around the house with the family, everybody went to bed. And um, in the middle of the night, I started getting some chills, and I was like, whoa, what's that? What's going on? So uh, I decided, you know, and my wife, I decided to get up and take my temperature. <sighs> And lo and behold, I had 101 fever. Uh, it caused a little bit of concern for me because I was not sick. I wasn't uh, showing any signs of anything. And what happened is um, I did have a sneeze once or twice during the course of the week, but I, I just shook it off as dust or whatever. So lo, lo and behold, I called my doctor and uh, he had given me some advice. He said maybe take some, you know, OTC, uh, you know, sit down, relax, take some Tylenol, things of that nature. Uh, and so this went on for a little bit. I had a, I had a, a low-grade standing fever for about 10 days. And uh, in the midst of that, I uh, called the doctor again. I talked to a city nurse. And uh, it was decided for me to uh, go and get tested for this coronavirus and the flu. Well, lo and behold, they took both tests. First, they took the flu. The flu came back negative. I was like, okay, well, well what's going on here? Uh, then they tested me for uh, the coronavirus. And what happened is 
at that point in time, they said, well, here's what you need to do. You need to isolate yourself while quarantined for a while till we find out what's going on and you know get the results from this test. Now, the test took anywhere between three and five days. And okay, so, but my fever had not gone away. It would go down when I took the Tylenol, but it would go back up. It was up and down, up and down. And I'm going to tell you something, people, without any uh, drama, you know, over-dramatization, um, this was a fight. It was it was a battle. I, I was actually a little bit nervous because uh, I couldn't shake this fever. And um, then I called my doctor later just before the results from the test and uh, he had advised me to go to the emergency room to get a chest x-ray to see what was going on, you know, because this, you know, all the things that were going on with the virus. <sighs> Lo and behold, they turned around and they said that I might have a touch of pneumonia and that they were not going to let me go home. So I wound up staying in the hospital uh, for a couple of days. And during the course of that time, it was discovered that I had tested positive. And at that point, I was already prepared mentally to say, okay, because I knew something was going on. And now what we need to do is we need to address the problem, uh, you know, deal with it. You know, I don't want my family to panic and get upset and, you know, worrying about me and stuff. And, and that's what happened. So I did all that, came home, uh, I've been quarantined for a little bit and, uh, much, much better. Thanks to, uh, let me tell you something. I, I'm, I'm all over the place, but, uh, the healthcare system, the healthcare workers, uh, not the system so much, but the workers, oh my God. I mean, listen, what I do for a living, whatever you do for a living, I'm sure you're good at it, but I am telling you, these people were putting their lives on the line every single moment. That is no exaggeration. I saw it firsthand. I saw it uh, up front, up close. They took care of me. Thank God uh, that uh, they did what they did for me. That's why I'm sitting here right now. Uh, there were so many people uh, that were sick. Uh, there were so many people that were losing their lives. And every moment I heard uh, someone lost their life to the virus, I, you know, I, I just looked up and I thank God, you know, that. Uh, I didn't have to have that happen to my family. Again, it's not over-dramatizing. It was, it was, it's a serious business. There's so many sick people. But those health care, I, I would, if there's anything that I can do, which I, I plan on doing something. It won't be a lot. I'm a not rich man. Um, but I, wanted, I want them to understand and recognize that they really, really work their butts off. I'm sure here and across the country and around the world. And they deserve every every accolade that they get in terms of what they're doing with this, uh, this pandemic. So that's where I've been. I, I, I've been under the weather. I was kind of leery about putting out the podcast. I was kind of leery about putting it out there and, um, you know, just kind of an insecure kind of thing. However, I, I, I do want you to understand one thing. The reason why I'm putting it out, because God forbid, if you or family or friend or someone is stricken with this, uh, with this disease, I'm here to tell you that it's not a death sentence, okay? Uh, 80% of the people that do get this thing will survive, but I will tell you this, it's not a cakewalk. Uh, it is not some casual cold that you have to deal with five to seven days of flu. It is a fight. Your body has a foreign substance that is trying to take over and take you out. 
and uh, that's where the fevers and everything else come in. So uh, I'm not a doctor. Uh, I'm only telling you about my personal experience. And it was it was definitely um, one for the books. And um, that's where I've been. So I, I haven't put any podcasts out. Um, again, I was kind of I was kind of leery about putting one out. Uh, I didn't want to um, be too uh, deep. I was a little insecure. <laughs> I said that before in terms of putting it out. But I want people to know that there is there is hope. There is possibilities. From what I'm hearing a little bit, things are changing. I was not going to sit here and um, give you all kinds of stats and numbers and all that. Again, I'm not a statistician, not a doctor. Uh, I'm just giving you my personal experience. I know you um, you find people here and around the world are savvy enough to know what's going on. So you don't need me to sit here and reiterate uh, the numbers and you know the infections and, and the people that are losing their lives and, and families and all those things. So, but anyway, um, uh, it's nice to be back. I jumped in the saddle. I definitely wanted to talk uh, to you fine people here and around the world. Uh, I missed you. Uh, You know, I remember when I started this thing off, I said, you know, even if I had one listener and I've been doing quite well, thank God. Thank you for allowing me to come into your life for a few minutes. Uh, I was a little, uh, I was a little scared putting myself out there but you know what I think it's it's a it's a PSA uh, for me to sit here and share my experience and let people know exactly what was going on and uh, God forbid if it happens to you like I said and I have to stress it enough it is not a death sentence but it is a fight all right you will be in for a fight and just hang in there, you know, pull up your bootstraps and, and with the support of your family and your friends, uh, you'll get through it, you know. And, and then unfortunately, there's some people that don't. So I, it's like a contradiction and I, I don't want to be contradictory. But, uh, you know, you know, you know, the funny thing is that I just said what I said. Uh, the sad part about it is, too, when I was, uh, when I was uh, you know, hemmed up in the, uh, the hospital for a couple of days, there were people there that had no family. There were people that had no one there, no support systems. The only people that they had to support them were the healthcare workers and the nurses and, and the doctors. And the doctors are busy. They, I, I'm not taking anything away from them. They got to go bounce around and see everybody. But the nurses and the healthcare providers are those people that are on the ground, um, you know, in and out, in and out, giving you medication, giving you food, changing everything. Those are the warriors. Those are the heroes. And I can't say it enough, not simply because that I, I'm coming out on the other side of this thing. I'm still in uh, what one might receive as uh, recovery. Those are the warriors. Those are the heroes. And it's not over-dramatized by me. They are the heroes. And if I had a million dollars, I I would do something. <laughs> I would do something and I, I plan on, you know, writing a letter or, or something to let people know how wonderful and the heroes that they are and the lives that they save and the ones that they can't, it affects them. Okay. Trust me. I know uh, on my other gig, the things I do in my life and, and over the past 20 plus years, there's some things that you can do and you feel good about the outcome and there's some things you have no control over and, and it hurts. And I, and I see it in some of these nurses. And um, that's it. Uh, so that's where I've been. Uh, 
So I, I just wanted to share that with you. Um, I hope I wasn't too long-winded or anything like that. I missed you guys. I have to come up with some content. But right now, we, we just seem to be overwhelmed with this virus uh, here and around the world. And social distancing and, and just, you know, staying at home seems to be the norm right now. But I will say this. And I, I was watching the news uh, to a little bit degree because I turned it off quite a bit. I will say this, that um, it's working. I, I believe it's working little by little. We're still losing people. Uh, some people are still getting sick, but it's working. And that's, and that's important. And I think if everybody just abides by what you've been advised to do to help, you know, slow the, the progression of this disease uh, then we can get through this and get back to somewhat of a normalcy. I don't know if it'll ever go back totally to the way it was because I think people now are going to be more conscious of of their health and their hands and washing and touching and all of those things. But that's not a bad thing. But uh, the social distancing and everything else has been pretty amazing. And definitely, I, I think there's they're saying that there's a little bit of a change happening. So I pray for that. And I know, uh, before I let you guys go, I will tell you this, and I've always talked, now. I don't talk politics and religion, but I will say this, uh, I'm, I'm very pleased to see that on, you know, on the red side and the blue side and whatever side, that they're working together for the common good of the people of this country, which is absolutely fantastic. And, and that's what it's all about. You know, it's all about us working together and, and saving lives and helping. So that's a plus. And then... You know, myself, uh, my higher power, uh, who I choose to call God, is uh, has been a very important part of this whole thing for me, too. So I just uh, I want to put that out there. All right, ladies and gentlemen, listen, uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for allowing me to come into your life for the last few minutes. I, I hope you uh, came to a little bit of an understanding of why I haven't put anything out, uh, where I've been, what I've been through. That is definitely not the whole story. I'm sure we'll, uh, I'll share some more of it with you later on. But I just wanted to let you know that I miss you guys. Thank you for your support. Uh, thank you for still listening. Uh, by no means or any way is this information of this podcast uh, looking for any monetization or, or any financial gain from it. This is just something, a public service announcement that I want to share. What happened with me, what's out there, what people are going through. And I hope and pray that you guys are not going through it either. Uh, and if you are, um, you have my prayers and my thoughts and, and my well wishes. And, and that's it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, listen, thank you again. All right, listen, do me a favor. All right, take care of yourself. Take care of your families because family is so important. Through this whole ordeal my, ordeal, my family has been completely supportive and they have been the backbone of me getting to where I am right now. Uh, my wife, my children, my siblings, family's important. So take care of your families. Take care of yourself. And if you see somebody that needs a helping hand, stick yours out and try to help them. I always say that. Because I believe that this one act really, really will make the world a better place. And it's going to be one of those things that help you on your journey through this life to becoming the best person that you were meant to be. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you 
I'm LBJ. You're there, and I'm here. And you've been listening to the heartfelt truth. We will talk again.